It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. I don't know, maybe you haven't thought about this, but uh, we might want to stop referring to it as the good book. If it's not going to do good things. I, I just... I just don't believe any book is holy. If it ends up promoting unholy alliances like bigotry, gender bias, selfishness, greed, dare I say, murder. To me, what makes the good book the Bible. What, what makes it good is that the parts of it that over time have ended up being not quite on point with the evolution of earth and man and spirit, those parts have been exposed as being outdated. Maybe outdated is not the word, out of touch, irrelevant, not in sympathy to the realities we now know to be true. See, when we when we don't do that, when we don't when, when we don't challenge the things that we consider to be good, the things we consider to be holy, we we start digging up the shitty parts of the Bible. And then we dig them up and then we dump them on the heads of our fellow travelers and say, there, deal with that, fella. <laughs> I noticed you had a weakness, so I found four scriptures to confirm that that weakness will send you to hell. Yuck. Uh, Jesus. Jesus said it this way. Uh, uh, let me explain to you. And the reason I bring Jesus up to you is not that I'm some sort of religious fanatic. It's just that Jesus is one of those very, very, very few religious leaders who refuse to be religious. That means his voice can come in and offer some clarity. Uh, Clarity like, in this case, he said, a good tree brings forth good fruit. I, I know, it's, it's not a deep thought. But the truth is, if the good book really is good, it should bring forth good things and lead us as humans to better things. Because we know there are greater things than the Bible, and that's truth. Now, I will agree with you, the Bible does contain truth, but the Bible is not truth. The, the, the truth lies in God's spirit. Once again, can I get, go back to Jesus' character? He told his followers that they, his followers, would do greater things than him. Because he was going to the Father in heaven and time was going to press on 
and new knowledge, new spirit, new wisdom would teach us all new things. What's wrong with that? Why can't we realize that we are in the middle of a revelation? It doesn't stop with the book of Revelation. It's going on. So it is impossible to impact other people with things that are good if you're asking them to buy into the parts of a book that have proven to be ineffective and even in some cases bad. It would be similar to giving people a copy of Gone with the Wind and then sitting around in a room going, boy, wasn't it great when we owned slaves? It's not the message of Gone with the Wind. The message of Gone with the Wind is like every other book. It evolves in the understanding of the characters. It evolves in the reader's eyes and mind as you realize that certain things suck and certain things don't. See, I don't understand why the Catholic Church continues to ask men who are priests to be celibate, to stop using their penises. It it obviously doesn't work. It obviously makes these men susceptible to being tempted by their own physical lusts which makes them try to find an outlet that's safe. Can't use a woman's vagina. No, 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 no. How about we diddle little kids? And it turns something that should never be into something that's rotten. That's that's a bad tree bringing forth bad fruit. It was never meant to be. Human beings were not meant to live without sex. Grow up. It doesn't make you more spiritual because you tuck your dick away. It just doesn't. Please tell me why in the hell they don't stop this in the Catholic Church. Instead of paying out money, instead of ruining lives, instead of hiding their priests away, hoping that one day they'll repent and change. Change from what? Change from sexual beings to non-sexual beings? And what, in a world where we live in that is sexual, what good would a priest be who is a non-sexual being to us? Likewise, we're told that God is no respecter of persons. I buy that. But there are still places in this country where you can go. You can go to a Baptist church and hear a sermon explaining why separating the races is not racism, And how women were born to be submissive to men. Are you kidding me? Are we going to just simply say, well, hey, they lined up four verses of the the Bible. And those four verses do say this, or these four verses lead us to believe this. So therefore, they must be true. Not when the whole rest of the book screams at us as it progresses in its maturity and spirit and says, no. Jesus constantly told his disciples, in days of old, they said this crap to you. But how I tell you. For in other words, we're changing the game, boys and girls. It's a new game. 
And the purpose of it becoming a new game is not so we can act, oh, like we're so much smarter than Moses and Elijah. The reason for the new game is that things are evolving towards the mercy of God. Our problem is we, we quietly and deep in our spirits accept that some of the Bible shouldn't be read out loud, but we do not free people to find the power of faith by telling them that the good book must do good things or it just ain't good. Why today are we still clinging to the ideas that were conceived in the mind of a man wandering in the wilderness, which are simply not pertinent to the move of today's understanding, today's knowledge, today's wisdom, and today's spirit? I'm sharing this with you because there are buzzwords that are no longer applicable or permissible to use in our society, they, I don't know, they've just got too entangled with religious tradition, with bondage, with repression, and misinformation. Even, even though we, we all will pray for the people killed in the latest tragedy, no one really wants to pray. It, it's something we say and we hope that in saying it, that it is done. Let's be honest, the least attended meeting at any church is a prayer meeting. Now, we can sit around and incriminate people and say, what's wrong with you? Why don't you want to close your eyes for an hour and a half and pray? Even when we're heading out the door and somebody stops and proclaims, why don't we have a word of prayer before we go on our trip? We all stop. We're polite. We stop and we bow our heads, but we're reluctant because we're being delayed and we don't know why. What are we being delayed for? Is God really going to bless our journey? Is he going to make the, the mashed potatoes taste better because we said grace? Is there an accident on the interstate which wouldn't happen because we prayed and didn't allow some person to be pinned beneath the vehicle? Because we prayed, it, it didn't happen. That other guy over there who didn't pray before he started on his trip, God got him. He's pinned under his vehicle bleeding to death whole system just doesn't make a lick of sense but we persist in it because we're afraid that if we don't get every jot and tittle in the bible just right our name will not be written in the book of life i will tell you this right now any god who feels like he's going to get my attention my reverence my following by threatening me isn't even a good earthly parent, let alone a heavenly fathering creator. 
some things just don't work with people. Do you understand that? And I don't sit there and say, well, but, 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 but God says they, they should work and that's why we continue to preach it because God doesn't care what people need. God doesn't care what people are like. God wants them to be like him. Come on. What kind of jerk sit around, sits around and says, this whole room will be better when you're all like me. So shape up. Meanwhile, the mass of humanity continues to bang their heads with a two-by-four, striking themselves stupid with religion or ignorance. Golly, when you get your ignorance in your religion or you have no religion, which leaves you in ignorance about your own emotional and spiritual makeup, what a mess. We're, we're sitting around complaining about how bad things are. Maybe what we should be complaining about is how worse they could be considering the fact that we are not connected to our own souls, our own emotions, our own transition our own journey. Prayer either exists for a good reason or it needs to cease to exist because it can generate that which is bad. You've done it. You've been in a room when it's happened. When people say they're going to pray for someone and in no time at all we're praying against someone. How can that be anything but a big bowl of crap with a side order of poop? Three things every human being needs. We need repair. Yes, we're all a little broken. We require some therapy. Yes, we all need to talk our way through our problems. And we do need prayer. But that's the kind of prayer where we're speaking our needs aloud, believing there is actually a God. And so, so we're receiving an immediate emotional healing while we share our heart and we're waiting, preparing, and looking for more answers. Is it good? Is, is the United States a good thing? Yes, I think so. Is our government a good thing? Yeah, parts of it. Is politics a good thing? Never. It's rotten to the core. And since politics is running our government, which is in control of our country, why are we surprised that we all feel like we're given a winning lottery ticket and somewhere along the line we misplaced it. How about this? Is God a good thing? Yeah, I think so. Is church a good thing? Sometimes. Is religion a good thing? Never was, never will be. So why are we letting religion run our church which is supposed to explain the love of God to us? If you're, if you're going to if you're going to continue the, the prayer piece series with me, 
understand we're not talking about religion. If you want to be religious, you've probably figured out by now, this is not the broadcast for you. This is the broadcast you go into a corner with your friends and pray about because we are mistaken. You need to realize if you're going to go on this journey, we will be unloading some bags of useless information along the way so that we can travel lighter toward the truth. And one of those bags is that prayer is an attempt to reach God. It is not. Prayer is a decision to pursue a pure heart, share our heart, so we can see God already working in our lives. Prayerapy, a combination of repair, therapy, and prayer. But it requires that we pursue good things instead of traditional things. Good things instead of acceptable things. Good things instead of just biblical things. Because the Bible warns us of itself. It gives us a warning about itself. It says the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. In other words, if you try to follow the book, the Bible, verse by verse, you will kill everything in sight, including your own desire and your own passion and your own will. What you're trying to do is to get free from a book and open yourself up to the spirit that anointed the book, a spirit of goodness. The good tree that brings forth good fruit. For you see, you see, for you see, the good news is prayerapy works. And the better news is, prayerapy has absolutely nothing to do with a goddamned religion. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. Come